Welcome to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. Join us in our campaign and shenanigans as we explore the subterranean labyrinths, plunder hordes of treasure, battle legendary monsters. This podcast will be following our gaming group and the adventures of these characters, as well as a few guests from time to time. Join us as we start a new campaign and our journey to experience the best, and maybe the worst, in the 5th edition of Dungeons & Dragons. Hey guys, Jim here. Hey, this episode really isn't a real play episode, but it's more of a wrapping up around Red Larch, discussing as an open group, and following up with leveling up to level 3. Alright guys, hope this is interesting for you, and thank you for listening. Hey guys, Mark Cato from Tucson Games and Gadgets. Uh, want to tell you a little bit about what's going on here today, RingCon, where you guys should be. I hope you're going to be coming this coming year, coming up. Um, we come here to RingCon because we want to meet all the people here in Tucson that we play games with in our store. And of course, RingCon, you're going to be finding all of this stuff right on the tables and have a lot of fun. It's amazing. I hope you're here. I hope we're going to see you soon. So where can people go? When they're not at Rincon to play games. Come on down to Tucson Games and Gadgets, 2900 East Broadway. You won't be disappointed. Yeah. Yes. So, so basically, is there any is there any wrap up stuff you guys want to do? Is there anything? Just is there a node or something we have to destroy in the temple? Well, I don't know. You don't know. We haven't seen it. Don't know yet. Most nodes are this giant glowy elemental thing that's very bad. You would have noticed it. Except for that one room that you passed that the deputy realized, remember when we went down underground you bypassed that whole area a couple times? Uh They found a uh, local half-orc boy who's basically kind of like a simpleton who apparently they had him working down there pulling chains because there was this whole trap thing of you go down this hallway, he sees you, he pulls a chain and a trap door lands on people. And then oh, he, he, he was kid. really not a bad guy, it's just he was told to do this, so he did it. And then they found a 12-year-old boy that the elders had pinned down with rocks and <gasps> left sitting there for three or four days as punishment for telling, talking about the cult. Oh, oh these are and, the, and the believers aren't supposed to do that. So, you know, the deputy's like, hey guys. You what happens in cults stay in cults. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we broke I up the cult. I need to be smacked around. First rule of, yep. of and Black Earth Cult. Don't talk about Black, Black Earth Cult. <laughs> <laughs> and pretty much as you guys wrap up, the next couple days, there's a lot of hubbub and rush around going in town. Lots of free drinks for you guys because you're now local celebrities. Yay. Especially mm-hmm. since... Wait, wait, wait. I always had free drinks. <laughs> you're special. They were free for you. They were always costing someone else. I was fancy. Just so everybody knows, they say that for hit points, you can just take the average and add your con to it, so you don't have to roll. Or you can take your chances. You know you want to take your chances. I'll take my six. Because if people people don't take the average, you roll (laughs) and you get a low roll, then either you'll put down the number you got, but no one does that, so they'll just cheat. So I recommend just taking the average. (laughs) If you roll a one, you're not, oh, no, okay. Yeah, I totally rolled a one. Uh Hey, I I had a level five wizard who literally only had seven fucking hit points once. No, that's At a good level old days. five. That's a good old days. He had a negative <laughs> con modifier. Wait, 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 wait. You can wait. roll whatever you want. I'm no, using the good old days, second edition, wizards with one hit point. Come on. So what what are my hit dice is what I roll. Right? Ah, I want to point yeah. out I so rolled an eight. I would roll on my one D eight. Yep. 
And hey. also my average would be four. Hey, Dad. Yeah. Dad, just look out what I would have gotten if I rolled the average. Oh, wait. Me, I rolled an eight. I think I'll take the seven. You'll think you take the seven? See, this is why you play the odds. Never tell me the odds. Just I'm going to roll Never the, tell the odds. I don't know. All I'm saying is I, I, I trust all of you, but... You remember how much Delec was always dying in the last game? It's because I always took what my dice rolls were. And she had almost nothing. Another, I believe you. It's, uh, her hit points. Do we, do we get more hit so dice? Or uh, so you, you would go up to three hit dice. Since you're we're going to two. I'm going to go get a sandwich and come back. Oh, well, no, I figure we're just going to level up. Oh, we'll just we'll do the level stuff? Yeah, just do the leveling up. Okay. Then, uh, we're on a book, so we'll do it at home. Okay. Okay. And I just wanted so to say 24. thank you guys because this is the month of our one year anniversary for really? Journey, the fifth edition. Happy uh, anniversary. Thank you guys awesome. for going along with me on this insane trip of let's make a podcast mm. about real real play gaming. Yay! Yay. It's been so fun. Erotic real play gaming. <laughs> <laughs> Some days. And thank you for letting me share your voices on the internet. Yay. Thank you for putting us on the interwebs. You're, you're welcome. Thank, thank you, you for on the internet machine. You're on the internet machine. Thank you for being an awesome Storytellers yeah. that, you know, because, you know, it's kind of fun to do this. Okay, I'll keep not wanting to kill you. And also that Star Wars game. Really I like that. Yeah, Star, Star Wars game is fun. Thank you all of you. Bye. Bye. We love you, man. Bye. 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 Enjoy your, you know, all that stuff. All right, so. Oh, do I need more dice? Well, no. you need your hit dice. I already rolled the hit dice. Okay, then, then you don't need anything else. We, do we get any extra skills or anything? So, Jazz, you want to do Jocelyn, and I'll do the ladies over here. So, I'm going to try not to talk to each other too much. So, Clarky Clerk. I, I hit people Clarky Clerk. All you get yes. is access to second level spells. So, flip over to your spell sheet. Right? Yes. You're going to be able to now so cast... You are going to pick a monastic tradition and you get spells. to flex missiles. Four, I got the four first level. And two second level spells. Actually, you're, that goes up, four goes up one. So, the four goes up five? The four should go to a five, uh, yep. Those, we'll go over the choices So that means, first. does that change it to three Sorry, slots? Level, third no, level. no, it just means how many times you can uh, cast the spell. Select or catch missile when you're hit by a ranged weapon attack. Okay. Uh, you take the <coughs> and I think that's pretty much it for you. Damage you take is reduced by one d ten plus your deck. Fourth level, I thought so third, level. third level. Sorry, oh. so just pretty cool. So slots for the second level two? are one. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you one so, you know, for that. D ten plus yep. five. You, you reduce with yours, your you ranged uh, range weapon damage any, by that much. Anytime you do your, your meditation, or you can pick against two, you. two different spells. Sigh. If you reduce the damage Sigh. to zero, if you reduce the damage to zero, catch the missile if it's small enough for you to hold. And kid. Well, if you have a my spell a, bonus a hand doesn't mean like, that none you only of that changes, right? Mod, you can It'll be the, the next hand. level okay, that cool. you, your proficiency uh, bonus will then go up. So my hit points went up. You can spend one hit point to make a range attack with the weapon or piece of ammunition you just caught. I know. I got a reaction. Those are some nice. Make the attack with proficiency, regardless of the weapon proficiencies, as the missile counts as a monk weapon for this attack. Groovy. So next time you try and shoot me accidentally, I'll just catch the arrow. That would be awesome. awesome like that. And then throw it at somebody else. I, I'm okay <laughs> with that. Because you know, my arrows turn into daggers. Oh. Right? Remember? I, oh. <laughs> That's delightful. Right. 
Alright, so that's the Deflect Missiles. Yes. You actually uh, you have Master a Tradition. So you have Way of Open I Hand, you Way do. of Shadow, or Way of Four so Elements. So, you are getting um, to pick your Ranger archetype. Three, and the detail, because you only have Description. Do I hate the most? Traditions. No, no, Ranger archetype. Uh, and then you get additional ah, abilities or at 6th level and 17th. So. I think I'm a Hunter. Yeah, um, Hunter or Beastmaster. Look at them both, see what you think. Open hand, ultimate master of martial arts combat. Because Kelly only gets the armed, stuff, unarmed, so. they learn something to push. Okay. These are the seconds. These are the ones that I just found. This is damage. the section of the spells. To their bodies. To their bodies and practice advanced meditation that can protect them from harm. I mean, we can go over the uh, other abilities that you'll get later on if you want. Mine is uh, I'm happy with the description of the thing. Uh, the way of shadow. <laughs> that's kind of interesting. Oh, I don't think that's going to work for her. Suppress strong emotions. <laughs> Stealth and subterfuge doesn't really work for the Continual flame. Yeah, what is this? Way of four elements. Uh, flame of master tradition that teaches you how to harness the elements. When you focus your key, you can align yourself with the forces of creation. Bend the four Enhance elements to your ability. will, using them as an extension of your body. Yeah. Some members of the tradition dedicate themselves to a single element, while others weave elements okay. together. Uh, many monks of the tradition <laughs> tattoo Fine their traps. bodies with a representation of their spell? key powers. Oh, commonly. Commonly imaged with uh, coiling dragons, but also as phoenixes, fish, plants, mountains, etc. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. I, I think I definitely want to go hunter. Okay. You know? Ooh, whole no, person. No, I don't need yeah. that. But I like, like some of these attacks. I mean, uh -huh. it's like you can this like Horbreaker or Giant Killer. That's so, so go ahead and write down that you're going hunter as your archetype. And at third then level, you get one of the key points to cast spells. Pick one of those. Ooh, yeah. um, uh, when oh, it says large or level. larger feature, what? How how big? Are, like, um, are we talking? Obviously, ogre, but how yeah. how large is large? Ooh. What's the smallest of a large? That's a large. Anything human size is medium. So, anything bigger, any ogres, giants, anything spells, bigger than human size. Testing time or the are you it's just stuff or not? The orcs, they're medium size. Yeah. So large, medium, and ogres, giants, horbreaker. Once um, on each of your turns, when you ma make a weapon attack, you can make another attack with the same weapon against a different creature that is within five feet of the original target within the range of your weapon. Okay. Freaking awesome! Uh -huh. So you don't you get double tap. Yeah, so, um, and it says on every turn. My thunder wave. Yeah. Every turn, I can have multiple stacks standing close spot. next to each other. Yeah, um, if they're standing next to each other. And when it when You're it does that, I get a bump in yeah. damage yeah. dice. Next to each other, die. Oh, this you is yeah. that. Yeah, that so, yeah, the, the exploding hammer that comes out to get the that you saw. The effect. Gold pressure used. Or I can continue to embrace my label. Those are really good ones, baby. See why two spells are second level. I think so. And oh, you I'd have gone elemental just because kind of it's the theme of the. Oh, I'm yeah, going with the Ford Breaker. Breaker. Mm -hmm. You're going with Ford Breaker? You're that's all about killing masses of. That means I just get extra attacks when they're standing within five feet. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. Right. Prayer of Healing, like though. That. I'm liking that. Okay. And. So you wrote down that? Yeah, hold on. Like, when you can ask you to wear down the front music feature with a weapon attack, the feature takes an extra 1d8 damage. Oh, you're looking later on in the tree? No, the Colossus Slayer. Oh, for... Which do you think, Hordebreaker or Colossus Slayer? Well, which would you ran into more, hordes of guys or big giant guys? Well, Colossus Slayer just means that I get extra damage. You can wear down multiple times when you hit a creature with if a I weapon attack, the creature takes an extra 1d8. Oh, 
That's pretty good. So which do you think, Horsebreaker oh, yeah. or Colossus Slayer? Spiritual weapon well, like that one that Rain used to use. Well, you're already doing but pretty good. Like when you do hit the, the big the dads six of range. Yeah. Of well, my I only choice did very well that on I can one see because I had my the range hundred mark on feet. it. And I got right. an extra one d six. So I think uh, regain so the, the Colossus Breaker is also going to be a really good thing because you can do that. You can do your main strike and then do an extra one d eight on your second strike. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. In this way, I can use one spell if the creature's below its maximum hit points. So if it's wounded, she finishes it off. Oh, okay. Yes. Below that, very good. Yeah. Yes. We need to. I mean, like prayer. Well, I think I'll stick with Okay. I think being able to shoot the guy next to him is, is a great. I think that's great then. Mm -hmm. So she can instead of shoot one guy. All right. She can is do there the anything two else for third level? There is. So as a mm -hmm. ranger of third level, you get uh, primeval awareness. Getting at third level, you can use an action and expend one ranger spell slot to focus your awareness on a region around you. For one minute per level of spell slot you expend, you can sense the following types of creatures that are present within one mile of you or within six miles if it's in your favorite terrain. Aberrations, celestials, dragons, elements, fey, fiends, and undead. Basically, you can just do your, I am one with nature, and I sense what's out there. Hmm. Primeval awareness. And what, uh, you haven't gotten to the favorite. Have you picked your favorite terrain? I think you have. Uh, I think she picked forest. Forest. Special terrain is forest. <laughs> okay. So pretty much whenever you walk into a forest, you do your, you should, you should burn one of your spells. Just to do that. I want to sense what's out there. And go to your page where you have your spell. Right here. Okay, Mark Hill, we need to get you a new, new sheet for that then. Because, oh, actually that doesn't, oh, it does change. You get one more first level spell that you can use. Okay, so let's find those spells. Yep. Hunt Rangers, Hunters. Actually, yeah, because you, well, you should know three spells. I know Hunter's Mark, Tale of Thrones, and now I've got that primeval okay. awareness. So you have but one more, you, well, no, that's not a spell. Okay. So you know three spells total. So go ahead, you want to go ahead and learn another spell. That's just another power. Okay. And you can cast your spells up to three times a day. Three times. Is that your pencil, sweetie, or is it? Uh, Greg is going to maintain his there. glass cannon motif by okay, taking Scorching so, Ray. But I will gladly take it by spells. Spell. Yeah. Did you grab the pencil already? I grabbed the pencil. The black. Oh, yeah. That's yes. the pencil. <laughs> I'm like, there's a pencil. <laughs> Sorry, I, I grabbed a pencil. pencil. I didn't spell. grab all the pencils. They're in the very back. You've just gone oh. too far. I need that ranger spell. Ranger, danger. So are you happy with our level, my love? Oh, yes. Prayer of healing is going to be very helpful. There we go. And so, but it's another first level spell, right? So how do you think I did yep. for my uh, spiel there? You did a very good job. I, I love that. that. Yep. Was I very clear? Which one do you recommend? <laughs> mm -hmm. I've never played a cleric before. Or a tiefling, <laughs> for that matter. We have fun. Speak with animals would be good, too. Although, As uh, a ranger. Gary's character has me all intrigued. I gotta I got talk to him. It's like, why are you protecting me? <laughs> hmm. That whole backstory we'll have, to, we'll have to find out some more of his backstory. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. 
Interesting. Brother Bart. Well, if I hit, uh, if the next time you hit a creature with a weapons attack before the spell ends, the writhing mass of thorny vines appears at this point of impact, and the target must succeed on a strength saving throw or be strained by magical vines until the spell ends. It's a snare. A larger or larger creature, larger, larger creature has the advantage on the saving throw if the target succeeds on the save. The vines shrivel away. While restraining the spell takes the, the target takes 1d6 piercing damage too uh -huh. at the start of each turn. A creature restrained by the vines or one that can touch the creature can use its action to make strength check against your spell save DC on a success the target is free. <laughs> They even notice you. No, Trevor noticed. You okay? Yep. This weird cramping thing started up last year. Ooh. So that's why I've been switching out to more water. My sugars are high, particularly the problem. They're just no fun. It's not like rolling the dice. Could no. I could just get cure wounds? A back of heal for the healer. Yeah. That's madness. What? What madness is Especially, this? like, say if that healer gets knocked unconscious. <laughs> Don't worry. Oh, right. oh, that was terrible. That doesn't happen. That, that, that was terrible. Happen. Now, see, Carrie, here's what you do. Remember this one. You run over to the healer. You roll medicine to stabilize them. Then you cast the heal. As opposed to casting your heal and stabilizing them. Yeah. Yes. So that way you're actually getting them back on their feet opposed to you stopping them from bleeding dead. Yeah, but Cure so Wounds is an action. Not Sometimes a action. It's, worth, it's worth using an action to save uh, the healer. It's, yes. <laughs> so just got prayer of healing. Yeah, I know. So you're saying get Cure Wounds. I don't think no. that's a good idea to have access to that. You're not saying. No, I'm no. not saying, Joe. I'm just saying, I'm saying that's Because that's also, a good if I'm unconscious, that or you can heal yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I wonder. In the elemental one, actually, cards are great, but books are simple. Oh yes. Saint Xander's took us when he had his own. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. Did. Because I forgot to mention to you. Uh, I might take one that lets me. Triv, are you getting more spells? I got. I already took one spell. I only get the one this. You may want to look in this book. Perhaps you're being, you know, inspired by the elementalness. The elementalness. Because well, there's a huge list of spells in there for sorcerers. Well, we just found out there's more than one mode. Yeah. Bunches of as I, as I mentioned when I was choosing <laughs> the spell, I'm like, I should go. I should continue with glass cannonness and take scorching ray. Yeah. Red now March has a problem. Here, it's Angazar's elemental illness. Elemental illness. Elementary, my dear large. So I was joking with Kelly that we should probably do like a mystery science theater episode of watching the Monty Python episode with, with the, the Larch. Larch. Yes, the since Larch. you three keep quoting the Larch, we yeah, should probably do Larch. that to help uh, let listeners know what the hell the Larch is about. Yes, Monty Python flying circuses. Awesome. Well, you know, I bet you it's on YouTube somewhere. If we find that episode, oh, yeah, we can then we just link it to the CPPN website, and then we just you know post it out. If you want to see what they're talking about, the mystery science theater thing was was more fun though. So it, we that's can, pretty fun. Now we need to MST3K some other movie like uh, oh we have say, we we got dry uh, the Slayer the, the Hawk the Slayer. Slayer we have Hawk the Slayer. Hey, I used to watch Jack Slayer. Yeah, I remember that when I was a kid. We haven't watched it yet. Right on. But 
Because, I mean, come on, that's like B-movie goodness. That's like oh, B-movie yeah. gold. It is. In a lot of ways, it's better than the, that D&D movie. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know. We haven't seen it since we were kids. Oh, which D&D movie? No, no. no, no the Hawk the Slayer. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, isn't everything better than that? <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty I, bad. I know. I liked the rug. The rug. The rug. Right? He says, and, you know, they oh, could yeah. only do that scene, that take once, period. Why? Because it was literally oatmeal. Oh, that was and painted. they had done. They, they had painted the yeah. oatmeal, the so top once layer of the oatmeal. The, the there was carpet, no refixing that because it was the Persian rug. They had painted it as a Persian rug. It was like there was it was one shot. And by the way, those listening at home to this, just talking about the D and D movie when the guy's going for the chest. And yeah, Dungeons steps. and Dragons. Yeah, yeah. he should well, have checked the, for trash. Those list, those listening may not know the reference because we changed gears pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they listen to us, they knew that was a goofy scene. Yeah. The Wayne brother went into yes. that. Yeah. Yeah. He was, yeah. He was, he was, I mean, he was one of the robes. I mean, technically the they were hero both robes. Yeah. Technically, yeah. if you want to call him a hero. I just remember that the high emotional impact moment in that movie was when a Wayans died. Mm-hmm. And you know, when a Wayans death is the moment you're supposed to be like, oh, I'm oh. super sad. And you're like, wait, is this, <laughs> but is is he this dead? a sad but moment? Is he dead? Are we but laughing? Is he dead? I don't know. Because I think the kid was given a wish back. Well, yeah. Wished his friend back. Maybe. Yeah, so. And the whole know. scene in the, the Rogues Guild with Richard O'Brien totally Richard reminded O'Brien. me. Love totally, O'Brien. But it totally reminded me of that B awesome sci fi B movie. Um, what was it? Uh, the. Um, you're going to have to help Space me. Out Hunter. Here. Oh! The Adventures in the Forbidden Zone! Which, by the way, was like, what? Director something by um, uh, Molly Ringwald, um, I mean, I, Michael I Ironside, Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis did that one. Yeah, uh, and I'm he sorry. had his I cameo love... voice at the beginning of the movie. I have I a confession got... about that movie. Yeah, I get such a kick out of I that, movie. that movie. I In went as a space huntress for Halloween. Oh my God! Oh, awesome. So Awesome. Yeah. Of course, when it originally came out in 3D. 3D. Oh my god! It is wow. one. Of, it's like one of those. It's like you know when oh, the swimming. It's like I don't know nothing about no swimming women or swimming or drag, or drag men. Or drag men. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Molly Ringwald is like that stuff's poison. That's what I said. <laughs> water, water everywhere, and not a drop to drink. What's that? That's a poem. Oh. It's the first poem you learned in high school. High school. What's that? It's where you should be. <laughs> <laughs> and then the creepy It's like, kid. I don't need to go play school. Oh, yeah. I know that stuff's poison. <laughs> oh, yeah, those are creepy. Oh. But that whole, But that whole end where he has to go through the obstacle. The obstacle course. And, and, you know, she totally remind. I mean, it's like, I'm sorry. That was just like out and out. I haven't like, seen that in maybe a couple of decades. I, I know. So Mad Dog McNabb. So Actually, I think my mom liked that. Hold it. I think I have a Blu-ray. I still wrote up a Ribs game based on that with the group would be rescuing basically instead of a landing on a planet, she's out outside the Coalition Cities. Oh, cool. Of the whole, you have to go rescue her and the mutants and the wasteland mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. And Nikki the, the Twister. <laughs> I speak good earther. I speak, well, I speak <laughs> English. <laughs> Awesome movie. Yeah. It is an awesome movie. I mean, Ernie Hudson. I, I know. I, I mean, what a cast. 
I love Michael Ironside's in it. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Come he on. He does good stuff. He is a B movie. He made B a good series. He did B. He saved B the final battle. Yes. He was in B the final battle. Let's get that straight. Mark Singer. Oh, baby. Beastmaster. Mark Singer, the Beastmaster. Oh, my God. Dar. Yeah, he was in... The and of course, his sister Lori Singer was in the Clippers. best action reporter during an alien invasion ever. Hey, yes. I love V. Actually, he, I love V. The the TV series. The TV series. Was bad. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like no, no, them both. no, no. The, the TV series, series had to homogenize it for what? the TV. But audience. the but the but V and V the final battle. I will have you Fabulous. know that Mark Singer actually performed in Taming of the oh, Shrew. Oh yeah, I saw that. Uh, and, and it was he was fabulous. He played Petruchio. I saw it. I mean, it was on. I, she, she, you it was on. Yeah, the University of Arizona had a uh, video copy of this performance, yeah, okay. and yeah. it was awesome. Yeah, he did a great. I mean, Petruchio. they did the whole almost like a Commedia dell'arte style, and oh, it was fantastic. That's fantastic. Mm, you know, yeah. so he was well-rounded more than just the barbarian yeah. uh, just the a, actor. Yeah. You know. yeah. And I will say about the TV show, like there was a certain point up to which I really was enjoying it, and then like suddenly, the yeah, mom it, and the daughter are both like in yeah, love it with the same the guy. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I'm you like, know the only thing I remember was the guy, that young man, right? Like on and, his motorbike. On the motorbike, yeah. And the fact that there was a prison camp for the that the V's had outside of Tucson, right. and then they showed two. I'm like, that's not Tucson. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a kid going. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Not too soon. Isn't it amazing how Southern California looks nothing like Tucson? Yeah, <laughs> it is. We always do that Austin Powers joke. Isn't it amazing how Southern California looks like England looks nothing like Southern California? <laughs> yeah. Well, on uh, another interesting note is that, you know, the movie Oklahoma? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why, was yes. actually filmed in Patagonia, Arizona. Arizona. Why, yes, I did know that because I was the Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, <laughs> And so we were forced that, to watch that movie many times, and it is our state motherfucking song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah, well, I'm like, high as an I'm like, it's like, yeah, I've been to Oklahoma. Oklahoma. That's not Oklahoma. Yeah, we're missing a few things. <laughs> yeah. like and we, we have some other things. Yeah, what mountains? <laughs> it's flat, people. <laughs> well, you know, Tulsa does have hills. We're, like, coming out of the Ozarks before we hit the Great Plains. But, yes. Not really mountainous, and also we have trees. <laughs> many, many. Oh no, trees. they had that one treed area, sort of, where right. they were swimming in Patagonia Lake. Yeah, the, the sort of treed area. Uh, with for the those of you who don't know, elsewhere. Patagonia Lake is a very popular hotspot. It's actually not too far from Mexico, actually. Yeah, right. Less than 70 miles. <laughs> There's <laughs> water there. And just it has like a little beach and mm-hmm. lots of Palo Verde yeah. trees, yeah. which is nothing like the trees so in Oklahoma. Paddle Club right. goes there and helps <laughs> clean up the lake every twice a year. We've done mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then they have this contest uh, like, to show what's the weirdest thing you pulled out of the lake. Oh. <laughs> it's so weird. Here's a leg. His father. <laughs> His father fell in the lake. Well, yeah. His boat deflated. Yeah, his boat deflated. He had a little inflatable boat. You know what? When the Boy Scouts were there, they found this inflatable uh, fighter jet that blew away in the wind, and whoever had it just left it. Aww. So they. Yeah. Hmm. Aww. yeah. So is anybody doing the RPG Day Challenge, by the way, for 2015? I, what? I didn't even know Ch- about it. Challenge. Shit. 
Yeah. And basically, is a thing started a couple years ago where for each day of August, there's a checklist of questions. Ooh. And pretty much anyone who games and stuff like that fills out, you know, will go on like blog or email or Facebook about this, the challenge of the day okay. and just answer the question. Ooh, where, do, of, where do we find the information about the RPG If you just challenge. put Google RPG, chal- RPG a day 2015, it comes right up. Or Kelly Hansen, her phone, I can pull up the podcast it's site because I've been posting it's on it every day. Yeah, I've, I've seen the post. Yes. Well, yeah. I will have to get in on that now. Yes, because well, if nothing else, you can do all of them in one. No, it's not <laughs> over yet. There's still two more days. Right, I'll just uh, do them all before Are the end of August. Are you kidding? I believe today's question is your favorite celebrity who plays RPGs. Felicia Day. Will Wheaton. Vin Diesel. I was going to oh, go. Oh, I was tied between Diesel. Will Wheaton and Vin Diesel. I'm thinking Will Wheaton because he's more public about it. Yeah. Right. Of course, but Vin Diesel Yeah, but apparently awesome. Vin Diesel in like, the Fast and Furious movies, he got people gaming on the side. <gasps> Like during the breaks and stuff like that. He's you know? an RPG like, pusher. See, when yeah. he was when he was young, I mean, when he was a bouncer, he would play RPGs and stuff. Yeah. I just I think that's freaking awesome. Him, I know I adored him before. Much Hello, more. Riddick. But uh, one of my favorite interviews with him was when he's like, "Is it true you play role playing games?" He's like, "No, I didn't play Dungeons and Dragons when the second edition came out. And I didn't play it when the GM's Guide came out. I didn't like play it when the Monster Manual came out. I've never played Dungeons and Dragons." <laughs> 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 his for his birthday this year, that D and D kit. Remember on Facebook, I yeah. shared it. Yeah. That, was that was his wife, wife had that to made him. Oh, is that not awesome? That is of awesome. Of the three point five edition that. books, all stacked together. Wow. That's I just awesome like him kit. more. Did and you more. know that he's an identical twin? Yes. What? Yes. He's his brother twin. Paul Vincent is apparently a uh, a teacher, and I think like his that. parents were teachers. Oh, that's sweet. It's like I thought. I'm like. Well, no wonder he's so rad. And and he names his new daughter Helene after Paul Walker, his friend died. Is that not like that oh is my so God. sweet? And apparently, his father at the funeral told Vin Diesel that it really, you know, their friendship meant so much. I was like, oh like, man, that is just well, like it's like they've talked imagine? about during the whole. <laughs> Fast and Furious series, his you know his characters where his character has the thing of family first. Yeah, that's actually something the writers took from Vin Diesel and put in there to make it even more just so sweet. Blown mm-hmm. out of proportion of the whole, it's family first. Well, yeah. now if I ever get to have a creepy fan moment with Vin Diesel, I will totally give him a D twenty. Yeah, yeah. Or, hello. Or you cuddle in really close to him and say, "You just roll for it, big." <laughs> <laughs> Ew. I try not to have that creepy of a fan. Oh, well, when you say creep, that's where I take it. Yeah, you know, the worst like, I do hey, is like, Vin, have you tried fifth edition yet? <laughs> you should listen to our podcast. It's really fun. We love you. You can listen to a whole episode where all we do is talk about hey, how I'm much we still, love you. I would still like, you know, a lot of people, I mean, his last movie, Riddick, didn't do that well, but I, I liked actually it. liked it. It was such it was a, a nice throwback. 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 Yeah. The original Pitch Black. Black, which, I'm sorry, Pitch Black. I oh mean, my gosh. the cinematography alone, I love. The I mean, the, the space scapes. No, yeah. no, the, oh, the fact that the way that they, since it had the multiple suns and stuff, the way they did the lighting. Yeah. They specifically, I mean, it was genius. And it was terrifying. Yeah. I don't know about yeah. you guys, but I, mean, I am desperate for him to get back to Furia. I want to know. I know, I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. I mean, right? I want to know. <laughs> Where is he from? Where they well, no, choke I, babies with their own Are Furia's already dead? I mean, are they all dead? Are they what happened? You know, like, what's 
You know, why are they so special? Do you really want to find a planet full of Riddicks? Oh, really? kind of. Oh, hey, really? but think about it. Okay, that one guy in the second movie. Yeah, he was Purian. was a Purian. Yeah. They're just like And super he won all that. Yeah, he, he, well, but think about it. He probably withered away once mm-hmm. he became the bump monkey thing. Where they, they brainwash <laughs> Yeah, but and first of all, yeah. we still don't know about the eye. Yeah. We yeah. don't know about the eye. Because is that a no, no. boring thing? Or is no, that a, you don't know about the original movie. It says all you need, and that's why you should bring it up, saying it's like all you need is like what? Something credits and it's a, a life yeah, sentence. It's a polishing but remember, she, she told him right? that he lied, that he lied and there about was the eyes. no guy that would do it. Yeah, right. but the thing yeah. is, crematorium and not crematorium. The other yeah. at the prison. Yeah, yeah. That's just mean that prison one didn't have a. Guy it was the yet. same prison though that he's yeah. been at. Yeah, and yeah. You she, she went there perfect. You know, so maybe he eyes. was lying about that, or yeah. maybe See, she didn't no, just I, didn't know the guy. Yeah, yeah. She, she didn't yeah. have the right. He she was lying about it. I think yeah. he was. Jocelyn, I agree. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I think that her name, you know, the whole cure thing in the second that was pissed me off. I, I want Jack just back. Bring Jack. I want yeah. Jack back. Jack was, was rad. Serious, and then, you know, I mean, they, they, sh- they probably should have harped on a little more of how pissed he was at the fact that she became exactly what he fucking wanted no one to become. Right. Yeah. You know, the fact that you worked with mercenaries. No wonder why you got treated like that, because there's a reason why his character hates mercenaries. And it's not just the bounty hunter thing. Because we saw how he handled the bounty hunters in the last movie. Right. Yeah. They're tools to get ships. But I thought the, 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 the most recent one was actually very interesting. I, I liked it. For one, everyone who watched it wanted to kill the assholes after they shot the dog. Yes. Yeah. Oh, who doesn't? That, that no, was a universal just thing. just don't shoot the dog. They I'm shot sorry. the dog, don't kill them the all dog. fucking now. Even mm-hmm. if it's Starbuck, fucking kill them. Same with, like, yeah, she know. didn't have any. It was that one crew that was, yeah. You know, yeah. They were, after what they did to their pr- first prisoner, hello. Yeah. yeah. Kill sorry, them. we upgraded to someone more valuable. Yeah, no, I mean, it's like at least John's crew was a proper crew. But as, as a written story, they did a great job of immediately distinguishing the douchebag mercs and the professional mercs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, from a, from a here's our characters, you, you immediately understood, here are dyed-in-the-wool true soldiers, and then there's the douchebag squad. Yeah, exactly. We don't like the douchebag squad. No. <laughs> nope. Until well, all of a sudden you tell him you're going to cut his head off and do it and in less time that than was five seconds. It. No, no, mm-hmm. that was five seconds. <laughs> I mean, but it's it's. And that's how you do a stunt in Scion. But yeah. still, like I said. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, let's face it. I love Carl uh, Urbane in the in the. I mean, yeah. um, oh, who doesn't love Carl? Use words. I'm, no, I'm trying to remember his name. Um, oh, as a as a Lord Bago. Yes, Bago. 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 I love Carl Urbane and. Anything. Anything. It's the whole, do I take my chance and try to kill him now? No, I shouldn't take my chance. Way back all the way to Xena days. Yeah. When he, (laughs) Carl Urbane was on Xena, he played Eros, Eros, and he played Julius Caesar. Caesar. He was way hotter. Oh, I love him because he was diabolical. I like him. Well, don't forget Martin Sokus. Oh. Who I adore. Also, also. Paired up I with was Vin like, Diesel at one I'm point. sorry. I always did like Kevin Smith in that series. I was so sad you when know, he about died. His that was horrible. Yeah. yeah. He played. He played Please and uh, Ares. Ares. He was an awesome. Ares. But but, but Martin Sokus played that bad. barbarian. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, yeah I, I know. I think my favorite Hercules Legendary Journeys episode is the one they did in modern day, where Kevin Sorbo was playing Kevin Sorbo. It's one of like the last season. Kevin Sorbo is playing Kevin Sorbo, and it, you know, what's his character is the producer of the show, and they go on this basically 
He's not Hercules, even though he really is. Oh, wait, I have seen this. And he goes on a team builder with all the characters. They even brought jo- the guy who That's plays Jogster and uh, Cal- uh, Calypso. And, and basically, fate is trying Calypso. to kill the cast to keep the show from going back on the air. Sort of like that Supernatural. And then it's like very, supernatural at the very right. end, because Kevin Sterling keeps accidentally saving everybody, and they're like, dude, you're like a god or something. At the very end, he's out there on this car ride. And all of a sudden, he's driving in his convertible down the highway. You see the beach scene. And then all of a sudden, Ares pops in the seat next to him. And, of course, the character that was playing Ares was playing one of the characters in the, in the studio. as this total fop. And all of a sudden, he's like, well, brother, there you go again, showing off to the world what you can do. He's like, hey, I'm just making a good TV show, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> I like the one where they spoof Strictly Ballroom. Oh, I've seen that one. I seen love it. Strictly Ballroom. Oh, my God. Oh, he even wears the, the, like, the bolero jacket yeah. with the, and Eolus is, plays Madam something. Yeah, the She's the, dread, da, the dance instructor. Yeah. Freaking funny. And in the way movie, in the credits too. or something, too, it was just hilarious. You have to look that up. I will. They they have it on YouTube where you can see the, like the dancing. It's oh, just it's an old so trick. Funny. <laughs> yeah, Strictly Ballroom. One of my I love Strictly yeah. Ballroom. Right. Yeah. Although Carla Vaughn was in this really strange New Zealand film that I saw that was bizarre. It was called The Price of Milk, and it was just bizarre. Oh my god! It was like uh, they they were like kept talking about this one girl that she, he was married to, kept talking about the Jacksons. And they were like these like little, the Jackson little, like, five like, type Jacksons? No, 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 it's funny because they were talking. The Almighty? No, no, <laughs> listen. Okay, right. okay, it was like, like they were like these little brownie kind of guys, you know, like little, you know, fair like folk, fake. you know, little, and oh. but they're little. And so, because she, she had this suitcase full of like these kids' shoes mm-hmm. for them. It was, you know, for, you know, they because she out? believed in the Jacksons. Yeah, it's like, um, yeah, well, they, I think they were uh, dairy farmers or something. Because you leave milk out for the fair But folks. that's, um, I don't even know what it's called, but it was just this weird thing. And then, and there's like this uh, um, Maori family that uh, um, they ask about the Jacksons. It's like, oh yeah, you know, and they're talking about Jackson 5, you know, there's like, yeah, they used to be big, but now they're little. You know, and it's like, <laughs> but they're, so they're talking about different things. But the funny thing is, they keep stealing all these blankets. All the blankets in the small community get stolen by the Jacksons. No, and that's what the, she thinks it's from the Jacksons because it's stolen mother's her grandmother's quilt or something, you know. But no, it's these guys. This Mayor family keeps stealing them because they're like I don't know their elderly mom or grandmother or something is always cold. So she's like piled high in these blankets. Oh. It's it was just it's weird bizarre. So I I can't remember. I saw it on cable years ago. So if you ever get a chance, there's something it's bizarre, but it's funny. Oh, it's called the, the Price list. of Milk. Carla Baum when he was young. I remember. Like, oh my god! You guys see the trailer for the Star Trek contest where the cast <clears throat> and they're all yes. talking and stuff, and and then of course the injuries Idris Elba at the end, and then he break dances. Yes. No, I oh. haven't seen this. It, it's oh. awesome. It's delightful. It's like if you pay like ten bucks or something, uh, you get entered into this contest that you could win a walk-on role uh, on the. The next in the next Star Trek movie, but it's all for charity. Oh, it's really cool. And then if you contribute more, you get uh, you know like other swag and, yeah. and stuff like that. It's but like Kickstarter. Yes, <laughs> exactly <laughs> for charities. Thanks. Well, you know they said that Ice Bucket Challenge uh, earned the ALS organization thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, and they say it's actually helped their uh, their. Uh, 
research. Oh, they actually contribute new the, the fact that they were had the ability to do specific research that's going towards a cure to the ice bucket ice bucket challenges. That's cool. Yeah, they 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 say it was effective. It was like wow. That's awesome. amazing. Unexpected. So, I know our Boy Scout troop did it. In mass. Yeah. No. no. Good Edward got totally covered. They poured ice water on him. Yeah. Well, that's good. I, I liked the one that, uh, you know, Patrick Stewart did where he, like, poured himself a glass <laughs> of whiskey on the rocks and then wrote out a check. <laughs> Patrick Stewart is awesome. Have you seen his new one? Uh, I've got it recorded. I haven't watched it yet. I've got it recorded. I haven't watched it yet. Because I actually enjoyed because he's he's dude is so messed up. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm looking the forward to it. The mere fact he's joking on camera that, you know, these are things I would never do in real life in a second, but yet they talked me into it in this show. Yeah. Well, <laughs> come on. He's, you know, Seth MacFarlane awesome. is like one of the producers yeah. or something. There we go. Oh, that explains a lot. So it's yeah. like, I'm going to talk you into doing this because I have plus five charisma. Apparently. Yeah. And well, the I more mean, vulgarity, the more pluses. Because <laughs> here is this all this distinguished, you know, Brilliant, you know, like that hard cider commercial he does, where they oh, they yeah. fire him. It's like fired. It's like oh, she can't fire. Him. He's about to say something, and uh, they cut him off. We hired Patrick Stewart, but we decided not to. <laughs> it's, like, it, it's funny though. The fact yeah. that he, you know, when you have this an actor who's humor. talented as he is, and uh, you know, a classically trained royal, you know, Sejanus and I, Claudius, I know, epic with hair. You know, it's funny. But uh, the fact that uh, he can laugh at himself and be just as crazy and silly as the rest of us, just you just gotta love it. It's yeah, and considering he was in that, what was that bad movie? Uh, uh, the uh, where the alien and the comet and the, in, oh, was, Life Force. Life Force. That wasn't um, a bad it movie. Was, yeah, I, I mean, Honestly, I, I haven't seen this movie. You, you, you get to make out the hot alien chick, or the two dudes, whichever. But, you know, <laughs> ba basically, Life Force is this amazing movie where the astronauts are exploring this comet, and you find out the comet is a spaceship. Yeah, it's really And on the spaceship is three aliens, two dudes and a chick, who are Life Force vampires. Oh, yeah. And they kiss Isn't you with like Life Force, but they can give and movie, take. Uh, so, like, so like the chick early falls 80s in love or something. with the guy. Late weird, 70s, early weird, 80s. Weird, horrible or... relationship, but really good movie. Awesome. At least from the point of view from a kid who was 11 when he watched it, probably shouldn't have been watching it because there was a lot of TNA in it. Yeah. Well, awesome. I'll put it on the rum and coke <laughs> watch list. Yeah, if you haven't seen Life Force, you really should. With alcohol. Yes. The shits and giggles category of... Uh, yes. Yeah. It's a beer and pretzels movie. Nice. Well, neither of which I can But Patrick Stewart's in it and stuff like that. Which he is? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Long, I it was believe a small you, role, yeah, I think. It wasn't like a huge role. As I said, it was a long time ago when I was I'm pretty that. sure. But I, I still have fond memories of it, especially the cool architecture and spaceship. I remember the spaceship, and I remember the girl. And, of course, I remember the guy, the, 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 the hero of our story. Yeah. Wasn't he in that movie Stuntman? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, my dears. Shall we call it? Yes, I technically have a costume <laughs> guild meeting to be at. Costume guild? Mm. What are you costuming for this night? Well, it's a new thing. It's a thing? You're getting involved in a new thing? Yeah, trying not I to keep be too involved. I'll send you information yeah. if you want to 
No, no, Jump don't get her in the new thing. Get her in the new thing after I'm not testicles. up for that working day tomorrow, That's okay. FYI. Uh, yeah, I figured as much. We've got a lot of people coming, so it should be fine. Yeah, well, it sounds like quite an eclectic bunch of activities yeah, going on tomorrow. Jumping on a lot of like little things that will go faster with more people. Many hands make light work. Exactly. Hey guys, Jim here. Just wanted to say thank you again. Our Kickstarter hit. We had no problem achieving our goal on October the 1st, and it looks like we'll be getting some extra equipment for the show to make it just a little bit better. And in the meantime, I want to send a shout out to uh, Kickstarter. On Kickstarter, I was also backing another one called Corvus Bellies Infinity, the role playing game. Just a heads up, you may want to check out this uh, Kickstarter because they have been blowing away the goals. They're originally looking to only get 68,000, and they're already up to 304,000. And honestly, for $100, they are offering a crap load of books that they'll be coming out for the new RPG. And let me just give you a second and play for you their video. Hi, this is Chris from Modiphius. Some time ago, I discovered the world of Infinity, and it just screamed role-playing game. So we spent a lot of time developing it, and now we've come to Kickstarter to fund a beautiful core book and a range of supplements. guys 
That's Infinity the Role Playing Game on Kickstarter by Corvus Belli. And if you get a chance, check out DriveThroughRPG.com. They actually have the new demo that just came out for the game. And if you and four of your friends want to play it, it's awesome set up little mini demo. I'm actually going to try to see if we can get the group to play it and see what we think about it. It's using the 2D20 system, which is a little bit different for some folks, but it's pretty quick to pick up. Alright guys, like always, sorry about missing an episode last week, but thank you for listening.